As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. You asked for it. Here it is. It's a podcast from Apathetic Enthusiasm. This week, we're talking musicals. Well, one in spe- specific <laughs> and more on apatheticenthusiasm.com slash dot show dot com. 100 years, 100 years of apathetic uh, enthusiasm. Yeah. com slash Apathetic Enthusiasm. Hello, everybody. I'm Travis. Hello, everybody. I am Brandon, and welcome to the greatest show on earth. That's right. Apathetic Enthusiasm. We were voted best podcast of all Ever. time. Ever in existence. Uh, all you have to Joe do... Rog- Joe Rogan, he voted for us. Yeah, yeah. All you have to do is uh, just run out there, do a quick Google search, uh, look for best podcast of all time ever dot slash one two one two and and you will you will find us uh and, and if you can is us yeah the site yeah. might the site might be down if if it's mark, yeah. mark maron thanks thanks for the best <laughs> yeah joe rogan yep uh Aaron every Mankey. everybody everybody that ever worked on cereal mm-hmm. um yeah, yeah. even uh, even the, they the convicted all, they murders all even the convicted murders are like you know what you didn't do a, a true crime podcast about us but if you had we would listen to it's, it. It's nice to hear something different once in a while, Brandon. <laughs> and that's and that's why we're the number one show. Uh yeah, this is this is a show where we hang out and talk to each other about stuff going on. Uh it's it's apathetic enthusiasm. If you have stuff going on that you want to talk to us about, there's there's ample ways that you can do that. You can hit us up on Twitter at Apathusiast. I am at Juggalmino. He is at Barnyard Cruise. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash apathetic enthusiasm show or send us an email, apathetic enthusiasm show at gmail.com. Also, we are on Instagram, apathetic underscore enthusiasm. And all of our stuff, every podcast that we make all across this great wide podcast network of ours <laughs> more more or less that's what it is uh is that at apatheticenthusiasm.com we are streaming live right now to you every monday night eight central nine 
Eastern time. I yeah. did that backwards. Yeah, yeah. Uh, over on twitch.tv slash apathetic enthusiasm th- or on YouTube, youtube.com slash apathetic enthusiasm. I think, I think it's like um, probably like t- one or two in the morning uh, in, in the, the UK time. Something like, sure. yeah, something yeah. like that. If you are in, I don't know, India, and it's probably early morning or something, yeah. I would think. Yeah. I, I mean, and that's just a rough estimation uh, based on seeing a globe one time. Right. right, uh, right. Yeah. Uh, finally, you can purchase merchandise, mostly T-shirts, over at TeePublic. That's at apatheticenthusiasm.com slash shop. Easiest way to get there. Get T-shirts with our faces on them. They mostly talk about Rick and Morty, but I mean, that's cool. You could get them any, anyway. Yeah. Uh, right. Or you could support us directly at patreon.com slash Rick and Morty pod. Uh, we are both coming off a long holiday weekend here in the United States. We have just celebrated another birthday, the the 4th of July, the the Independence Day, as it is, as it is known. If you will, even though I read an article will. that we declared independence on the second, but the actual Declaration of Independence was not signed till the fourth, huh. uh, mostly because some of Thomas Jefferson's words in the first version uh, were too lenient on slavery, <laughs> so uh, had to had to fix that right up uh, so that we could could keep owning humans way <laughs> way too late into our country's history yeah, um yeah, yeah sure yeah so so yeah it was the fourth of july a little bit of mixed emotions i think this year especially with everything going on in uh in in our country with with global pandemics and systemic racism and and all sorts of other things but how did you how did you celebrate the long weekend branches well, my 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 long weekend was spent in in this in this way. We we decided uh, a couple of weeks, maybe about a month ago, actually. Uh, and and really and really, Chelsea was the, the driver of this. I give her I give her all the credit in the world because uh, she she put so much work in, into doing a a staycation. And by staycation, uh, like we got an Airbnb in Orlando, which is about an hour and a half away from from where we live. And, uh, you know, she, she researched it and then she's like, is this one good? I was like, yeah, that's good. Um, without actually looking right. I was <laughs> like, no, it's, yeah. What, You're right, yeah. It seems fine. Oh, this one has You're like, you didn't even look t- in the direction <laughs> of what I'm showing you. Yeah. No, it, it looks great. Yeah. I, five stars. Oh, we're going to do four days. Uh, what, what kind of meals do you want? Do you want, you want a, like a, like a pasta? I'm like, yeah, that's good. Like, uh, oh, and like a carnitas. Yeah. Um, so, so she did, she did a lot of work and she did a, a, a great job on it. <laughs> at least, I mean, at least you didn't like put up much of a fight, right? No, like, no, 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 no. I mean, so that's good. It, it's not, <laughs> it's not helpful. Like when I'm asking questions of my wife where I'm like, eh, do you want mm, chicken or steak? And she's like, yeah, whatever. Sounds great. And I'm like, <laughs> I, I just need input. And she, no, it's all good. And then I'm like, all right steak it is and she's like "Eh, i don't feel like steak yeah uh uh, well yeah that's we there was a there was a couple instances of that this weekend where like we would be like would you want to do this you want to do this i don't want to do this and then we'd like flip a coin or we'd roll roll a dice and then it did you bring a d20 with you for your vacation (laughs) no we, we, we did we did bring games though uh but but 
but then after the the dice rolled in one option's favor, we're like, eh, you know, that's not actually what we wanted to play or what we wanted to do. Uh, but yeah, so we went to we went up to Orlando and we uh, four four nights in an Airbnb, like basically right across the way from uh, Universal, and uh, and uh, so they had a pool there, and we don't have a pool at our, our real house, and so we we did a lot of that, and then uh, it was it was the the second the first day we were actually there like you know what it's it's right now it's cool universal has their social distancing rules up let's go and if it's crazy if it's like if it is too packed and we don't feel comfortable being around that uh that many folks then then we turn around and uh i so we went really the only reason we went was because i want to go on haggards before my season pass expires and i'm like this will probably be the last time that we ever go there um, because we'll all be dead by then one, uh, but also the past might expire. So yeah, yeah. There, there's a, there's a, an outbreak of COVID going around Hogwarts and you never know when Hagrid's <laughs> going to come down with it and ruin it for everybody. Now I will say that a lot of people just still don't get, don't get it. And they still like, like there's, there's spacers on the ground and they're like, it says like this far away, this far away from people in the, in the line. And for the most part, people adhere to that. Uh, we, we got to Hagrid's motorbike adventure or whatever it's called. And, uh, we, we got to the line and when we got there, it started raining. As soon as we got into the back of the line, it was like, Oh no. And then lightning. And as soon as lightning happens, they shut down the ride. Um, it is an outdoor ride for for a large part of it. Yeah, they shut it down for at least a half an hour uh, per lightning strike. So as soon as there's another lightning strike, there's like another half an hour that they have to close the ride down. Well, we're like, we are not coming back here. We will wait. We will wait in this line until until the the uh, it's done. So it was it was about an hour that we that we waited. Only about an hour and a half or, or so which is far shorter than we would have waited in the actual line. Uh, but we were, sure. we were like the, the third people back because we waited there for so, so long. I, I bring that up partially because the kids behind us just like kept encroaching on our six feet of distance, kept encroaching. Like, get out, get out of here. Get out of here, you little, you little shit. You know, you're going <laughs> to you're die. You're going to kill me. Um, <laughs> But uh, it was, so we we ended up riding the ride. Uh, it was it was worth the wait. Uh, uh, we didn't realize it was so scary because my my eight year old doesn't do roller coasters that well yet. And um, there when, was, when you say scary, is it like the intensity of the ride itself, or is it um, there, like thematically scary? Yeah, no, the intensity of the ride. There's there's okay. a part there's a part where the ride goes backwards, and it's a it's a roller coaster. There's no loops or corkscrews or anything like that. But it goes it goes pretty fast, and then you get to a, a certain point where then it sends you backwards really fast, and you did not like that. And then there's a part where you're inside a very very dark cave, and all of a sudden you drop all of a sudden. Did not like that. And when, <laughs> it, and when that happened, the ride stopped, and we didn't we weren't moving, and you just hear his cries, his sobbing cries. I want off of here. I want off of here. I feel so bad for him. Yeah, but the ride stopped and it wasn't going anymore. It had, it had stopped. We were there for like another two, three minutes. Like, oh, like the ride broke or like yeah. had like an error. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It. And we're just like, oh, please don't drop again. 
please don't drop again. Uh, and then and then we then we go we kept going we got off the ride and then you know five minutes later it's like that wasn't that scary yeah okay yeah it was, it was fine I totally do it again <laughs> oh, you want to go back I mean yeah. another time another time <laughs> but it was, he, he he like he like knows your passes are about to expire too he's like yeah I'll, I'll go on it in like two months or passes aren't going to be good in two months ah well you know oh well oh well yeah uh, <laughs> so we did, we did that that was fun then we then we left right away uh we played did, some uh, board games and it was it was great did did you, did you feel I have so many questions about your story yes um hit me with it it's I. This is something my wife and I had been talking about, uh, I think just today, actually, is uh, in Orlando, tons of theme parks. Uh, we we went to Disney World last November. Um, you have been an annual pass holder at Universal. With the COVID restrictions and the things that they're doing there, did you feel like there were less people in general in the park? Did it feel like there was... Well, it was generally less crowded um, than times that you'd been in the past, or were the crowd sizes relatively the same? Um, there, there was there were a significant, significantly fewer folks there. Uh, it was it was still pretty, it's still fairly crowded. I, I would I would say, but uh, for the most part, everybody was there. There you could tell who was together. You could tell who the families were and who the friends were because they yeah. would be, they would be in like pockets of groups, six feet apart from from each other. Yeah, so, yeah. so me and my family would be like six feet away from another family that was six feet away from uh, six feet from another family. Um, well, which is good. That's like the intent, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So other questions I have. Can, uh, occasionally, ma- occasionally I would see some like people walking around like with their masks, like, like that. And then, uh, you know, some lady or some man would be like, uh, the mask needs to be up. Like, like a cast member or like no, an employee like, or no. just, just a random person yeah. being like, Hey, get, yeah. get yeah. your, get your mask on. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, which bring up masks statics. like, and, and Florida heat, how, how unbearable was that, uh, ordeal? Um, I, I, I remember we were walking in. And uh, I I was telling Chelsea as we were walking in because it it was fairly cool in the afternoon. We went in at like four thirty or five, oh four. We went at four. Uh, it's fair fairly cool for for a summer Florida day. Uh, so it was like eighty five ninety with lots of humidity. And we're, as we're walking in, <laughs> which is which is as hot as it gets where I'm at right now, and I'm like, oh, oh I don't want to go outside. I don't want to think about outside. It was. Yeah. It, and I, 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 I told her like, you know, we're, we're walking with our masks. All these people are walking with their masks and yes, it's, you know, it's, it's kind of uncomfortable, but we are walking in heat and we are not dying of, of oxygen, uh, lack of oxygen like here. C- carbon dioxide poisoning. Right. Yeah. And like, man, a, there's a, there are a bunch of wussies out there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's that's fair. I'll and, give you that. Yeah, Sheen and I were like kind of debating because w- uh, Disney World reopens this next week uh, for the first time since I think March when when they when they closed down. Um, initially, I think there's like a cast or not a, like cast members are back already. I think annual pass holders get to start 
like a preview on Thursday mm. and then um, open to public on uh, like the, the weekend. But like all of that comes with a ton of pre-planning where people had to like get their hotels booked in advance and then had to book the actual parks that they were going to in advance. You, there's no park hopping. You have to be at like the specific park the entire day. And we were just wondering, like, with all of the hoops you have to jump through and everything that's required, how is that going to affect your enjoyment of the park? And then also, like, because in some ways it could obviously make it worse. Like, there's not, you can't do, like, character meet and greets and things like that, which mm -hmm. some families really look forward to. I think most of the parades still are not happening. But in terms of, like, reduced capacity and rides being open and stuff like that if you're really there for the attractions i feel like it could be a really great thing because you probably have lower wait times yeah and you could uh maybe enjoy certain attractions more yeah you have to you have to wear a mask but you know that's everybody should be wearing them anyway so yeah, yeah, yeah. you know that's you know it's fine yeah as and as you're walking through city walk or you're walking wherever it, or you see people and you know they they take their their mask down periodically because you know you, everyone wants a little bit of reprieve from from the, having the mask on. I uh, get it. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but you know, you could see if you look around at that exact moment and look at other people that are observing that person, everyone is in their head going to be like, "Motherfucker, put that mask <laughs> back on," even though we're all what? like, "Yeah, no, we get it." Yeah, yeah. Put it, put it no, back on. Yeah, no, yeah. Put it, it back on. I understand. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, all right. Well, so so yeah. that, that was fun. That was that was fun. The the rest of the weekend we spent uh, watching, uh, I watched Minority Report on 4th of July with my brothers as I... I, as I, I almost do. encroached upon your uh, hmm. tradition because I was sitting there on the 4th and like food was being prepared. I had like ribs in the smoker. I had... I had two hours to kill oh. and I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to watch a movie. I'm just going to throw a movie on TV. And I was flipping through Netflix and I was like, you know, I could, I could put on my notary report and just send a picture to Brandon and be like, look at me. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, a, I'm a brother too. Uh, but I watched temple of doom instead. Okay. All right. <laughs> so, all right. Yeah. Uh, that, that's, that's okay. That's okay. We, we watched Chelsea and I watched a lot of stuff that this this weekend. Um, all the stuff I wanted to watch. Uh, I guess it was my vacation more than it was hers, maybe. Mm. Uh, but we mm. watched Watchmen or Report. We watched. Uh, uh, we watched the Monty Python documentary that was out in two thousand nine. That's on Netflix. Uh, it's a it's a it's a three part four parts five part series. I'm it's, wondering if I I may not have watched that. I feel like maybe I started it. Yeah, I need it, to. I definitely need to go back and watch. It's it. a multi-part series with all the, with the exception of uh, Graham Chapman, uh, all the original Pythons, 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 uh, uh, ta talking about their their history. Uh, so it was it was just really 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 interesting to to hear <laughs> is that. that <laughs> is that why you texted me like <laughs> yeah. randomly and you're like Terry Gilliam's an American? <laughs> yeah, no, 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 that's exactly why. I was like, what? What? I feel I feel like I've known that since high school because in my senior year I took a films class 
and we watched the movie Brazil. Oh yeah, yeah. In that class, and that and that was part of the teacher's like lead up to that because I think I think he showed us Holy Grail, and then I don't know if I don't know if we watched Life of Brian or not. I but then we watched Brazil, and the tie-in was um, Terry Gilliam and. He yeah. was like, yeah, he was part of Python, and you know, and then he went on to do this. And, that that was that was yeah. so so crazy to me, uh, and I and I think why why I thought he was British for a long time, not only because he was part of Monty Python, but uh, you know, he went he went from Monty Python, and then he did Brazil, which is a very very British dy- dystopian type of movie, and there's there's such a, a a British acts aspect to it that I always just always assumed that he was, he was in fact British. Um, and so, so it tripped me out when, when I'm like, is he, is he speaking with him? He's speaking with an American accent. Wait a minute. And I looked at Chelsea and she's like, he's American. Um, yeah. So, uh, but yeah, so we did that. And then finally, uh, I watched swordfish because I was bored, but finally we watched the reboot of, unsolved mysteries which we briefly did a, a rewatch of one as we were testing out the the twitch uh slash hulu connectivity here yeah those watch party things yeah so, yeah, yeah. Uh, unsolved mysteries i i'm completely out of the loop on this who are is there a host for unsolved like the, the reboot no there is not uh, the the most host you get is a ghostly image of Robert Stack at the very end of the introductory credits. All right, and that and that and that's it. I stopped in at a a Publix in Orlando, and the the lady was like muffled through her face mask. Like, oh oh, uh, I'm gonna just watch movies this weekend. What are you up to? Like, oh, I've been watch also muffled. Uh, watching the the uh, Unsolved Mysteries reboot. And the the bagger was like, oh yeah, but Robert Stack's not there, and this is a young guy, uh, so like kind of threw me off. I'm like, huh? And he's like, and then as I was walking away, he's like, I met Robert Stack in the airport one time. I'm like, what? <laughs> random. Uh, I, you you talk about mask muffling. I find that I probably enunciate and speak louder than I do <laughs> in like regular dialogue. Because of the because ma- I'm cognizant of it because enough people are like, what'd you say when I'm just talking without a mask that right. I realize there's no way they're going to get all of the information when I'm when I'm covering up a third of my face. I, so. and, I, and I I speak from from deeper in the chest. I'm like, listen to Hello. me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, 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 I definitely do that. Uh Airbnb question. Was yeah. this your first time staying in an Airbnb? Ever. Yeah. I think ever. So. Ever. Did you enjoy that experience? Did I mean were there any were there any oddities or things that you expected going into it or things that you um were surprised by? Um no. No. A couple years ago, as we were planning a vacation up to Monterey, I I Airbnb was was fairly new uh, when when we we're doing it. I was like, and I, some other people had done it before. And I said, oh, let's you know, let's instead of going to hotels or whatever, let's do let's do some Airbnbs. Let's go up there and do some Airbnbs. And uh, Chelsea was hesitant back then about doing Airbnbs, which you know I I I get it because it was it was still new. Yeah. Um, 
And uh, so I'd always wanted to do it. And then I, then she started wanting to do it. And then I stopped wanting to do it because then I was like, uh, I don't know about uh, being in somebody else's house. And <laughs> then I, I got less adventurous. But no, it, it ended up two ended up, ships passing in the night, uh, both both <laughs> in either directions towards an a- Airbnb. <laughs> it's it's weird. It's only weird in like they're not. It's not a hotel, so you're not you're not doing hotel type things like just leaving it completely trashed and yeah, uh, yeah. because they can. <laughs> Which still I've I've, I've stayed in hotels with you, and yeah, that's that's sort of your mo. <laughs> I, I'm much better. I'm much better about because I, I feel You've bad improved. for. I I feel bad for the 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 uh, the the um you know the maids and stuff like that. So I, I do the, 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 I yeah I I lock the door and I say do not disturb if it's messy, and then I only I only let them in after I've cleaned up. Oh, all right. Look at you. You're growing so I wanna, up. I don't want to pay them money. I don't want to tip them. <laughs> it's like it, that's a new thing that I didn't it's, even it's, know. It's, it's really just a way for you to <laughs> conserve finances. I get it. I get yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, I, I have not yet stayed in an Airbnb. I, I oftentimes look at Airbnbs when I'm planning a trip and I'm like, I I did a big road trip last year where we're going through different States and, and I had to kind of choreograph like our routes and where we were staying. I was like, Oh, let me, let me include Airbnbs in our search. And at the time it just, it didn't, it didn't make sense from, a financial like aspect i i I wonder if the size of my family is prohibitive um Hmm. but it's like it's also weird because most hotels only want to accommodate four people so when you throw that fifth human in there then they're like whoa you need another room or you gotta get charged an extra arm and a leg yeah so i'm sure at times an airbnb would make more sense but i don't know it's uh it's it's just something we haven't done i'm still i still consider it an option i just haven't haven't found the right haven't found the right B and B yet. <laughs> the 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 one the one thing that our 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 the house that we uh Airbnb'd was it w- it was a townhouse and we didn't realize this until like basically the week before uh, uh this this last weekend. And the the townhouse shares the pool with another house that the these the the owners also you know Airbnb. So we found that out and like, oh no, that means we're gonna have to share the pool with with people. Like that kind of defeats the purpose of wanting to be away and be separate from folks. Uh and uh so we got we got there Thursday night. Uh, we got in the got in the pool that night. Uh the next day of Friday, we got in the pool for a couple hours. And then when we went off to Universal, that's when uh the other that the other townhouse was populated with Airbnbers. They ended up swimming in the pool all day Saturday. Uh, and then they were, I think they left Sunday morning. So it, it ended up, it ended up working out. Uh, but that was, that was a concern. Like, yeah, we, we really need to have a place that we are you know, by ourselves. Yeah. Right? And yeah. we didn't do anything different than we would have done here at, at, at the house. Yeah. Like, Actually, I, I th- maybe I watched a lot more stuff than I usually do. Usually, I like. Well, I guess I'll mow the lawn. If yeah, if nothing <laughs> else, you don't have that nagging in the back of your head where you're like, I mean, I could sit down and watch, you know, this 1980s action flick, but the grass is getting a little long, and i I do have to I do have to lubricate the belt on the treadmill, and uh, which 
and 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 I have to install that ceiling fan. Uh, Tell us all yeah, about your the, chores, Travis. These, these are literally <laughs> the things that I did this weekend. Um, yeah, we we rearranged my basement uh, a couple times. Uh, you know, I I mean, we we stayed at home. Like we we had a, a long weekend, but we really stayed home for all of it. Um, and I'm in the Midwest. I am I am in Omaha, Nebraska. So uh, marking my my fourth year here uh yeah entering into my fifth now nothing nothing again nothing against omaha but that's not where you want to be you know i mean i mean i could we uh, my my family has surprisingly grown to love uh the area and it's a great place for families uh but it is also a place where fireworks happen (laughs) everywhere and 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 for a little a little a little backstory a little like expectation management, I grew up in Southern California. I grew up in uh, San Diego, where fireworks ha- were only done by professional pyrotechnics teams on the Fourth of July during the KGB Sky Show uh, at, at the uh, at the Jack Murphy Stadium or Qualcomm yeah. Stadium. Um, very and, specific events. Yeah. And like, that was it. And no personal you know, ones, no personal, like the only, like, I think I like had a sparkler a couple times as a kid because someone smuggled it in from Arizona or something. <laughs> and the, and the cops uh, came in. They're like, yeah, I can with a sparkler. What, what do you think you're doing? <laughs> no, no bottle rockets. None of that. Like there was, I mean, and, and obviously some people like, would go get stuff from Arizona or different places and go out to the desert. But I mean, where, what do you associate with Southern California? Like beaches and wildfires. <laughs> so like personal fireworks were just not a thing my entire life growing up. Uh, and then even when I eventually left California and went to Oklahoma for a few years, the Oklahoma city area did not allow fireworks within um, certain areas where I lived. So even then it wasn't like a normal thing where people are just firing off fireworks in front of their house. Hawaii, same deal. You could, you could catch fireworks every weekend down in, down in Waikiki, <laughs> yeah, that's right. but you're not, you're not doing them from your back porch. So the, the first time I'm in Omaha, I, we, we, we came into the area July 3rd and met up with some friends that we knew on July 4th. And they're like, yeah, we're just going to do fireworks from our house. And we're like, what? Is that legal? Can you do that? And they're like, yeah, the guy down the street spent like a grand on fireworks. Should be a good show. And, and, and we're, we're just astounded. We're in front of these people's houses and just like fireworks going off like crazy. And I, we were like, we had, we didn't know what to do. We're like, stay, stay away from them. Aren't we supposed to be on the other side of a stadium for this? Like we can't, we can't touch like kids get in the house. We don't, we want you to keep all your fingers. And so it has been a slow and steady uh, every year getting more and more comfortable and, uh, I don't know, excited about doing fireworks ourselves. Uh, the, the three years ago we moved, we bought a house in a neighborhood where like all, all restrictions were off. You could do what you want. And neighbors on both sides of us put on like legit fireworks shows where they had like racks with 
with all these tubes and they're like shooting things off. Uh, and so on the third, uh, that would have been fr- Friday night. Uh, I'm out like doing some lawn maintenance and the neighbors across the street are like, Oh, Hey, we, uh, we, we're doing our fireworks tonight. If you guys want to come out and watch the show, come on, come on out. And like, mind you, I'd spent like a, a total of like $75 on fireworks. That is me really going all out. Like I was like, we're, we're spending <laughs> some money Ooh. and, and sorry, kids, you're not going to have, you're not going to have that, that, that steak tartare this, this, this month. Uh, the, I found out the next day, the people across the street spent, they blew up at least $1,700 worth of pyrotechnics oh in front God. of our house. Like, God, like what an, what an industry to, to <laughs> put stocks in, man. They were like, yeah, well, you know, uh, my brother bought about a thousand dollars worth. My sister came down she got another $500 worth. And then, you know, this guy had a couple hundred bucks and I'm just like, that's crazy. Which I believe it because the stuff that they were setting on fire and the things that were happening in front of our house were insane. And then, in, and then in, the, no, go ahead. In, in, in comparison's sake, uh, we, we spent about like 20 bucks on, on a uh, glow on, 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 glow <laughs> on like glow bracelets and a glow, yeah. uh, a couple months ago, not for Fourth of July at all, uh, but for just for the for the hell of it, and uh, yeah, well, here we are. There we are. Yeah, <laughs> I I bought for that seventy dollars. We we got like we got four boxes of sparklers. Like my they sell these parachutes where it uh it shoots up in the air and explodes, and then like a little parachute comes down, right. And so the kids love those because you, you light a thing on fire, it explodes, and then they run down a street looking straight up and not for oncoming traffic uh, while they try to catch a little parachute. Um, and then we got, like, I bought some actual bigger ones that actually, like, it would shoot off multiple and, uh, and, and, and do, like, some decent stuff. But around 10 o'clock on the 4th, it was, like, all bets were off and it was just artillery shells for an hour on every side of us, just constant booms and blasts. And, um, it was, it was a little insane. And I, I had read an article this weekend about how the fireworks industry was actually facing shortages this year because of how how many people knew that they were going to be you know, staying home, not going out to public gatherings, things like that. So a lot of people were, you know, spending more money to buy fireworks for themselves. And the industry didn't really plan for that. And so there, like a lot of places were going through like shortages of fireworks. And uh, I could tell because they blew them all up in my neighborhood. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it was it was really it was crazy. And uh yeah, we there's still trash everywhere on my street from from all kinds of exploded cardboard and things like that. But it's it's one of those things that I didn't expect to like as much, but it is there's something fun about like, oh, let me just uh, you know, blow this stuff up right right here and you know, there's really cool different like things and it I don't know. I we all walked away with all of our fingers. Uh <laughs> nobody nobody got injured yet again, so I was I was very happy about that. Uh, and yeah, I don't know. 
when, when I when I left California, I obviously I know exactly what you're saying about being a California kid and and fireworks being very oh you can't can't touch fireworks, uh, black cats right you know the little the little black cats. When when we brought some of those back from New Mexico, and it was just like <laughs> we're gonna gonna stick we're a gonna, black cat. We're gonna get arrested and go to jail because we have these. <laughs> And you, and you and you and you put it in a, a, a GI Joe, you, the old GI Joes with the rubber band. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You stick mm-hmm. stick it in there, and like, ha ha, skill, uh, Destro's got you, and then light it and be like, <laughs> look at that, woo, wow, it's fun. You're you're essentially Sid from from the first Toy Story movie. Yeah, I I didn't do that, no, because yeah, I was still too young to to do that. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. My 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 mm. uncle and my older brother. Shout out uh, to uh, those little aliens, but uh, yeah, like just a, like illegal, they were they were legal. And uh, yeah. when I when I left California, I was eighteen. Uh, I get to Arkansas, Little Rock, Arkansas, and I'm I'm with a couple uh, friends who you know they're they're in their mid twenties at this point in time, and they are lighting off these big ass fireworks. I'm like, oh, this is this is crazy. Oh, um, and then uh, I'm in I'm driving one of my friends home who's drunk. And then uh, like I'm I'm talking to Chelsea on the phone. We're not married at that point in time. And I'm like 20 at, the, at this point. And then uh, I he's like smoking in the truck as I'm driving him. I'm dumb and I have fireworks in the center console. Uh, a bunch of bottle rockets and, and all that type of shit. Because I don't know fireworks safety, right? I'm just like, yeah, they're, just in the, they're in there. I wasn't raised with this stuff. What do I know? Uh, what do I know about smoking near fireworks? And all, and all, and all of a sudden, uh, there's smoke filling the cab of my truck. And I look down and the fireworks are starting to go off. And then uh, my, my 2003 or 2004 Chevy S10 burns to the ground in front of my eyes. Uh, and so that was my first experience with like like freedom fireworks right uh a couple years later after chelsea and i get married like in oklahoma her her parents were would do like fireworks displays uh and i wasn't there for this but they uh they they talked about like one of the fireworks like launched off but like launched into the garage <laughs> and they were like oh god and, and trying to to put it out like that's crazy uh one of my friends from high school kenneth bywater uh who who gave me nice name two, drop shout out to yeah. kenneth yeah, he's a great tattoo artist. He's given me two, uh, two of my tattoos. Uh, well, one of my tattoos, uh, but it was like two different sessions. Anyways, I owe him money because I, I didn't realize also because I was younger and I was dumb and I was like, oh, I, sh- I didn't realize I should give them, I should support artists more than what I'm doing. Anyways, um, he a couple years back, three years ago, as a matter of fact, he was up in Washington, I think, and he was at some kind of, like parking lot, kind of area where they were they were launching mortars and they were doing fi- uh, fireworks in that way and uh he, he wasn't actually shooting the fireworks at this point in time but one of the mortars uh like the industrial grade ones like tipped over and fell over and it shot him in the fucking stomach and and he like he w- he was messed up for a lot for many 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 months uh and like had to like like we 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 were we were afraid that he wasn't gonna make it for a while there. Yeah, but, he, but he's he's good yeah. now. But yeah, it was just ooh. So when I think of fireworks and I think of like doing it, I'm very even we even with a sparkler. I'm like like okay, all right, son, <laughs> I'll light this for you. I'll light this for you. 
<laughs> yeah, I, I, I definitely, and there's, there's certain stuff that you can buy at the like fireworks stands where I'm like, mm, I don't, I don't think we're going to get those that, that seems like it could be a little iffy. And uh, even the neighbors across the street, like the, they brought out like this big, like wooden, like rack thing where I had seen them like loading it themselves. It was like, it was just like a bunch of tubes and it was definitely like where, where they were going to, they were just going to shoot up and go off and it was going to, it was going to be a big thing. Yeah. But like the first one that comes out of there, it only goes up like maybe 20 feet mm-hmm. and, and it's a big, big boom. Right. And I'm like, that, that probably should have gone higher. That was, and then the next one goes and it was like the same height. And all of them, like, don't go as high as they should have gone. <laughs> and, it, and like, the second or third one, like, after it, it, like, blows, a piece comes, like, sort of straight towards Sheena. And so she's like, Ooh! and she, like, goes into the garage. And I'm just kind of sitting there in the driveway, just like, well, either, you know, it happens or it doesn't. But... I'm just I'm just gonna sit here and and uh, you know they they went and everybody was fine but that was that was the only one where we were like oh that was a little a little iffy um, all the rest of them they come in these like giant boxes where you just everything is pre done in a yeah, and you just yeah, yeah. you light a corner or something and then huge shows you know happen when which is really impressive how those things are engineered and and that they can you know, sell it all self-contained like that. Yeah. But, yeah. 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 Just don't show, I, shoot Roman candles at each other. You know, you're going to, yeah, you're going to hurt. Safe. You're going to hurt. Be smart. You, you talk about those, uh, <laughs> those like black cats, the, yeah. those like, and I'm like, I never even touched one of those when I was a kid. And then I've got the native Nebraskan living two houses down. Who's got like a giant roll of them. And he's just <laughs> holding the roll and like do and like dancing in circles in the street as it's like, pop, 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 pop. and he's like, <laughs> yeah, no, and then like throw that at the end. I'm just like, I just, all right, cool. I just, I, good, I, I, good I just, for you guys. I just know that I would lose my hand if I, if I tried to do that, just bad, bad luck. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I don't know. We'll see if uh, you know we have another year. Maybe I'll maybe I'll bump my price up to a oh. a, bit, a a cool hundo, um, you know, and and we'll blow up even more stuff, or or maybe not. Maybe 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 we'll do something different. <laughs> but that was that was our fourth, you know, in in, in acknowledgement of uh, the independence of of our nation. But I will say this. Mm-hmm. I will say this that the festivities did not kick off. For my family on the fourth, definitely the third was almost a, a bigger day for us because along with that amazing fireworks display, we also got the release of Hamilton on Disney Plus. That's right. We uh, we actually were planning the festivities for this probably uh, longer than we were our actual Fourth of July festivities. Uh, I rearranged my basement uh, with my projector so that I could create a uh, a large movie theater experience with the the best audio I could because my surround sound is still in the basement. Uh-huh. And uh, yeah, and we were we were hyped for the Hamill film, if you will, uh, released on on Disney Plus. I was I was doing a little bit of research and realized that my uh, affinity for 
the Hamilton production dates back over four years now. I was first introduced uh, to the show in the fall of 2016. And the reason I know that is because I remember quoting lines from the play on election night. Um <laughs> Talking, talking about you don't have the votes, you don't have the votes, and then that president or that guy became president. So um, <laughs> it was, you know, it was hit or miss. Um, yeah, I, but I, then I, I, <laughs> I sang, I sang "Handlebars" by uh, the Flowbots. That's that's the song I sang uh, election night, twenty sixteen. Yeah, yeah, and then uh, and then we went and hung out for a guy's trip out in Colorado in February of 2017. And I remember driving, I I remember driving, we were driving around Colorado Springs and I was trying to get you to listen to songs (laughs) from Hamilton. You're like, Uh no, turn, turn something else on. And then I remember driving from Colorado Springs up to Denver to catch, to catch a flight and listening to Hamilton. Like it was almost the exact length of the soundtrack that drive door to door. And it was, it was perfect. So yeah, so I've, I've, I've listened to the music for a really long time. I'm not like a crazy musical theater guy, but I appreciate musical theater like enough, um, not enough to actually fork out the hundreds of dollars that it would have taken (laughs) for me to go and actually see Hamilton when, the traveling production came to Omaha last year. However, my daughter got to go see it uh, and she's a crazy huge. She is her life is musical theater. Um, she's taking classes. That's like and and Hamilton's actually probably at least at part at fault for that uh, because because that was one of the first musicals that she uh, sort of got into. So. Everyone's a Hamilton super fan. Everybody knows it, right? Rachel? Yeah. yeah everybody? Okay. Everybody. So, so <laughs> Brandon, there's sort of been like a thing between you and me where, and just you and this, this production where you've, you've always been anti-Hamilton. You've been a Hamilton hater. And I, and I want to, I want to start with Why? Like what, what was, what was the reason? What, is it just, is it just musicals in general? You're like, no. Or was there something specific about this one? Like, uh, I, let's, 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 let's get, let's get into these tough questions. Well, well, for, first thing, first things first, $2,000, uh, as Rachel and Justin are talking about in the chat to, to see Hamilton live, like, come on. Uh, like no like you got that the money that's like that's something you want to see that that's great like here, here's here's kind of where here's kind of where that that comes in 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 my opinion of of hamilton there's nothing to me that says i need to spend that lump sum of money to see hamilton live um like so here's here's a th- uh, I guess. Uh, how do I? How do I? How do I want to shape this? I you just I, no spin, no spin. You just you just say what's in no, your I'm heart. No, I'm Rich. not spinning it. I'm not spinning anything. I what I want to say is, uh, okay. Well, we'll go, we'll go back to your initial question. Like, what is what is my my feeling on, on Hamilton? Uh, it was, 
like what was your resistance to it? You, why why were you why I, were you against? I was in musicals as a kid. Um, okay. I was in, I was in, I was in musical theater theater. I was a thespian. I was part of the thespian society. I was I was the I was the grandfather. You were you were walking the boards and <laughs> and doing choreography and I was yeah. the, I was the grandfather in pajama game. You know, You're a, a regular rum tum tugger you were. <laughs> I, I like you know uh, doing that stuff is 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 fun. But I you know I the, I've always and I, th- I think when we talked about like La La Land uh, back in, back mm-hmm. in the day, I, I said then that I'm just I I'm not really a huge musical guy. There's just, there's something about musicals that are just I, I I there's there's fans of it, and I completely agree why. I understand why they're, they're they're fans of it, but I'm not. I'm not that. There's something yeah. there's something cheesy to me about it. And when I watch a movie, like I I like the verisimilitude that it provides to me, um, some sort of like reality to it. Uh, sometimes I, I, I think I I, so, I think we're crossing a threshold here where I realize that my like I'm as okay with like musicals and even animated musicals as you are with like horror, like, like, oh yeah, like it's not horror. It's not for everybody. Like I appreciate people that like it. It's not necessarily my thing, but you know, I, it's just not yeah, something that I choose to watch. And, and, and it's the same with you. And yeah. when somebody breaks into song randomly talking about being 16, going on 17 <laughs> or, there, or, or whatever it might be. Yeah. The, I, I, I appreciate the craft the the work the production aspects of of, of musicals uh, and and how much work goes into it I completely admire that and even even the some cinematic ways that uh, they they do it with the blocking and the the staging and the lighting all all that stuff is it's a lot of hard work and I I appreciate that and uh, so so when you played me the music to Hamilton which by the way I. I I go back to to this. I don't think Lin Manuel Miranda is the greatest lyricist of of our time, and I get I get so sick of hearing him rhyme words with the same words as if they're rhyming with different words. Like sure, that sure. that that part like irk, irks me a little bit. Where it's like, just wait, just a minute. I'm talking just a minute. You got a minute? Uh uh-uh. uh. We ain't got time for a minute. Like no, you just you said the same word. It does. It doesn't make it a rhyme if you just yeah. repeat. Anyway, uh, it, literally in our notes to to for this topic, I just wrote the ten dollar founding father without a father, like <laughs> rhyming the same words. I mean, dollar and father. I yes, guess. Yeah. But those it, don't really rhyme. I mean, I'm not, that's like that's like a Harmontown rhyme almost. <laughs> I'm not. A, I'm not. A, I'm not a rapper. I'm not a lyricist. But there there's certain things that I that I, uh, I I stick with. Anyway, but the but the but the music is great, and uh, um, so so go, going into it, having you having you make me listen to the music, and I just I, I hear it without context. I don't I don't have the visuals. I don't have any of that this extra stuff. All I have is is the music itself, which is fantastic. But then the lyrics, which I'm like this, th- I'm not impressed by by what I'm hearing right now. Sure. Um, yeah, and. And I will I will admit my early exposure to Hamilton was I I wasn't like super impressed at first because the first time I saw it, 
was my sister-in-law with like a boot like a bootleg copy that someone had filmed on like a cell phone or something up in a balcony so in the Richard Rogers theater and like where they're like putting it down in their lap, like after every song so as to not get caught or whatever. And, uh, and like the focus is all like in and out and you can only understand like some of the lyrics. And so like, I, I watched that with her cause she was like, this is amazing. You got to watch it. It's going to be great. And I was like, okay, like I can't hear half of it. I don't really understand the context. I think I was like, I don't know. We were doing something else at the time as we were watching it. Um, and then I listened to the soundtrack itself and, and probably a few times and actually un- like listened to the lyrics a little bit more. And, and, and my exposure to the musical was more through, you know, Spotify and, and hearing the dialogue through that. So and then I've I've watched other like documentaries about the making of it and things like that, but I haven't actually watched the full performance. And I kind of was waiting for this version to come out. I knew I knew there would there might be an opportunity to go see it live, but I wanted to see the original cast performance um, in a full quality production and not not something that someone had, you know, acts you know hidden camera style and so uh this this was for me this is going to be the opportunity to see that within that context but um it i it wasn't something where i was like gonna see something i didn't already know because i pretty much have most of the soundtrack <laughs> memorized at this point anyway yeah, yeah. um but yeah at, at the same time i was still excited to to see the full production and and it almost for me pick up on things that I I almost like I'd seen it multiple times because I'm not hyper focused on what's being said, yeah. which allows me to focus more on the choreography or or the way certain characters are interacting with each other and things we, like that. We, as as you know, the Cruz family watches everything in subtitles, so thankfully, thankfully, yes. thankfully, the subtitles were on as we were watching Hamilton, and uh, and we we kind of said to each other, and 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 Chelsea is as much was as much opposed to actually watching it as I was. But I was the one who was like, we got, we got four hours to kill. Let's go ahead and, and, and knock it out. Let's, let's just do it. Let's just do it so that we can, so people leave us alone. <laughs> so, so, we, so we, so we, we watched it with subtitles and, and, and said, said, said to ourselves like, well, you know, like it, it's really good. We have the subtitles that we understand actually what's, what's being said here. Uh, because what, what, what what Chelsea was saying after we finished watching it was, you know, of course the music is great, but the 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 historical context of it, the historical accuracy of, of what was being said, like that was that was more interesting because she felt like she mm-hmm. learned something a- after the fact. Um, Absolutely, yeah. And uh, and I appreciated that as well. Um, I can get into one of the issues I kind of have uh, at the end. Yeah, let's but. Uh, let's kind of pick it apart with you know whatever time we have left. I yeah. I want to know like you're you you actually sat through and watched it. Yeah. So I want to know things you liked, things you didn't like. Um. You know. Yeah. Just because because I'll just say I enjoyed it. It was good. Jonathan Groff's spit was a highlight <laughs> for me. Um, for Mindhunter. He's he's on he's on, he's on that Netflix show Mindhunter. 
Uh, he, he's also the voice of Kristoff in Frozen, yeah. uh, a, another musical. Well, you know, you, you know me, I like serial seen. killers more than I like uh, musicals. It's true. We've, we've, found our, we've found our corners that we're going to sit <laughs> in. Um, but yeah, yeah, lay it on me. Uh, okay. Uh, here, what, what, I, what I liked was that the, the, the uh, going back to the production aspects of it, like I think it, I think it's really, really cool. Like the the spinning, uh, the, spinning the like stage. turntable on the stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, because uh, you know, in in a lot of a lot of plays, lots of musicals, when the stage is static and people are walking across, you know, uh, it, it it keeps a lot of people like uh, the the actors looking at the the audience as kind of like now we're monologuing, like we're walking yeah. along, but we're monologuing. And with the spinning stage, stage, it let people be like on a little treadmill, and uh, it kept it kept the it kept a a pace to it, a momentum. So I so I I, I like that. Uh, the, um, the rap battles. I, I'm not you know again. I'm not a lyricist, but uh, yeah. the historical accuracy. I'll I'll get, I'll get I'll get the things that I didn't like out of the way real quick. Um, sure. Sure. Chelsea, Chelsea didn't like the dancers. She she was like, well, they seemed kind of clunky, uh, like the background dancers. Uh, so I just threw that out there for her. Uh, I will say, I, I I had a I had the complete opposite opinion about the ensemble cast, oh. and uh, really, r- I feel like they were one of the highlights for me in the first time. We've watched it like three times in my house uh, since it came out because my kids just keep watching. That's incredible. It That's incredible. Um, we haven't like sat down, like not sat down and watched it three times. We all sat down to watch it once oh. and then like, and then like the kids just put it back on <laughs> okay. and all it's right. just on in the house. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 Uh, let's see. I'll, I'll, I'll say this. And, and I think this is, is, is well known. I think everyone accepts this. Lin-Manuel Miranda is the worst performer that's on stage at any given point in time. Like he's not, he's not the, he's not the, he's the star of the show, but he's not the star of the show. He's not the, he's not the most talented one who's actually there present. Uh, sure. Sure. Which, um, was his name? Leslie Odom Jr. I think who plays Aaron Burr. Um, he actually won the Tony for like best male actor or whatever that year. Um, and, and his performance I think is, is outstanding, uh, kind of in comparison to to Lin Manuel Miranda's uh, portrayal. Yeah, well, uh, well, like like uh, the the you know Jefferson, uh, Washington, all all these other all these other voices that are that are out there. Um, they they have they have very very good voices. Uh, that's that's a, that's a positive. Like their their voices are beautiful. Dare I dare I say it? Dare I say the the B word? they're they're beautiful voices and uh lmm's uh crying voice <laughs> crying singing voice like oh yeah. god oh which which he doesn't he doesn't <laughs> go that like distraught oh that's brandon he doesn't he doesn't he doesn't get to that same sort of breakdown in like the recording sessions for for the soundtrack so um it was kind of it was interesting to hear the difference in the performance on stage versus you know the the audio recordings um and he definitely does like get into that crying voice uh, a little bit more in, in this performance and i was like 
Okay. Yep. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It wasn't. That wasn't my favorite it's part not, for it's sure. It's not yeah. a highlight. That's not a highlight of yeah. of, of your yeah. the show for you. Um. So let me let me let me ask let me ask you this because this will this will affect what I how I feel about this. I liked I liked the historical pieces of it, and then you know the final song talking about uh, legacy and and talking about you know tell tell the story, and it's obviously talking about um, what's her face, you know his his wife, yeah, Eliza, Eliza. Yeah, 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 and and the song ends with like who's going to tell my story, and then then it's her, and then it it fades fades to black, and then curtain call, right? Um, is is that is that meant to be like? the Hamilton that we're actually talking about it. Like we're at, we, this is in a way to tell her story. Is that, is that what that's supposed to mean? Um, I don't know. So there's, there's a weird thing cause the, the actual play ends with that sort of like death scream from her. Uh, she she screams at the end, um, which is supposed to symbolize her death and her joining Hamilton on the other side, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and that is not in the audio recordings for the soundtrack. That the it just who who lives, who dies, who tells your story fades out, and and end of end of track repeat to first song bump but da dump bump huh. uh and so so that was actually a little jarring for me because i didn't i didn't know that that was gonna be there and it and it kind of left me thinking about sort of what you're talking about i've always listened to that song with sort of the thought of um like her the the things that she did she lived much longer than alexander hamilton did and she she sort of fulfilled a lot of things and and sort of ensured his legacy beyond you know what he was capable of doing on his own um the orphanage that she started is still like actually an adoption like organization in in the united states and um you know a lot of those things she she ensured his legacy but that is also her legacy right that is those are the things that she did and and continued to do you know for her husband and for herself and i think i think it's good that that song highlights all of those things and shows that she wasn't just hamilton's wife Mm -hmm. but she actually went on and did a lot of great things in her own right and uh and was not just a support to this founding father, but actually, um, you know, went and did a lot of great things herself. So, yeah, I don't, I think, I think it's, I, I've listened to that song a, a multitude of ways in terms of like thinking about it personally, like my legacy and what that means and what that means within my family and how I raise my kids and, you know, like setting them up for success in the future and what I do career-wise and what I do with a podcast and all kinds of different things. But, you know, also just like, I don't know, like what it means for Hamilton and just the fact that we are talking about him, this pl- this play, this musical talks about a, before this play came out, like people weren't like really hyped on Hamilton or who he was. <laughs> no, he, he's, no. he doesn't, he didn't get a lot of recognition. So 
it is it is almost meta in that way that it it talks about you know his legacy and what he did for the the forming of our government and our you know political system and everything else yeah yeah i i i, uh, I guess the the reason i i, I bring up the that last song particularly in the, the the screen adaptation of it uh is with with it ending on on her and that to to me that that's a like it's supposed to signify the importance of of her throughout the entire thing like the the entire show then ends on 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 her hamilton right mm-hmm. eliza hamilton mm-hmm. And what does yeah. that what does that mean for the context for the rest of the play? Because that that's what the that's that, yeah that's what the last song it's supposed to sum everything up, right? That's that's the point of the 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 last song is like what is the theme of the entire play musical, and what is what what do you want to leave your your viewers thinking about when they when they leave? When yeah, and and that last song goes, you know, you know, because at this point Hamilton is dead. But even his biggest rivals in in the story are kind of giving him credit throughout that song. You have Jefferson talking about his financial plan that, you know, really set this country on a trajectory for success. And like you have I, I don't think Washington says anything um, well, like there's a couple other people that talk about stuff that he did. Um, yeah, Bur- and then it, Burr talks and then about really, himself. Oh yeah, you know, uh, and yeah. So, but then it really transitions into her and everything that she did to kind of, you know, carry on that, you know, all of that yeah, stuff. So. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. So so that if de- depending on how it is viewed, um, the 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 critique I have is if if it was if it was meant to, uh, if it was meant to be like. Yes, we were talking about Hamilton, Alexander Hamilton throughout the the thing. But we're also now like we're also talking about Eliza Hamilton, like the Ham the Hamilton is more than one Hamilton. Ah, uh, uh, it's more than it's more than that because it ends on her. Then it didn't yeah. do enough uh throughout the show to 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 me to to have that be a, a important. I I think I think the idea is it's the it's the legacy of Alexander Hamilton, but you can't you can't remove Eliza Hamilton from that story and do it just like like she her efforts past his death helped to solidify his his impact and the things that um and much of what we know about him and, and about what he did was through her efforts and the things that she and, uh, went and talked to all the soldiers that, you know, fought with him and, and, you know, all of these things and, um, sort of secured his legacy. So, um, yeah. I don't, I don't, yeah, I think, but I think it's really supposed to be about him, but then giving her credit in the end for all that she did as well. Okay. All right. Um, uh, I, I do. Uh, uh, <laughs> Travis Bernard, a podcast legacy musical. Thank I, you, I, Justin. Uh, J- Justin brings that up. I want to bring up what Rachel just said. Uh, really wants to know if either of us teared up. Uh, I'll, I Are will, you an emotional guy, Brandon? I, I, I am. You know what I get emotional about, Travis? 
uh, I don't cry about much. The Federalist Papers? <laughs> Is it about the Federalist Papers? No, about... He wrote about, the other 51. About him writing 91 pages about cheating on his wife. Like, come on, you know? Like, come on, man. Don't, the Reynolds Papers. Don't tell anybody. Just keep it to yourself. Highlights. Uh, anyway. Keep it to um, yourself, bruh. I will tell you, Rachel. I cried for him. I have cried to this musical on numerous occasions. Uh, more than once in my car, uh, on my commute, listening to certain <laughs> songs. Because um, uh, I'm an emotional guy. I wear my heart on my sleeve. And uh, yeah, I I fully expected to cry numerous times watching it. Like the real deal up on the big screen in my uh, off my projector. And there was really only one time where i got emotional and my eyes got wet um and that was in uh the doing the unimaginable um it's the it's the song after uh hamilton's son uh dies and they're both mourning is that the quiet Um, town song it's quiet it's quiet uptown yeah Uh yeah yeah it's they're standing together in the garden uh eliza takes Alexander's hand or whatever. Are you getting choked up right now? Are you getting choked uh, up thinking about no, it? No, I'm good. I'm fine. I'm fine, Brandon. <laughs> I'm could, fine. I can see. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that I, that was the part. That was the part this time that that really got to me. Um, but yeah, uh, otherwise I didn't cry on Friday while watching. I don't, I don't, except for that part. I I I can't tell you the last. I could if I if I if I took some time to think about it, but I can't tell you the last time I actually cried at at, at watching something. I always get I always get kind of like if like somebody asks me a question, I'll be like, and um, so it's fun. Uh, but uh, yeah. I, I would I would say with any media, if there's a oh I you know watching Minority Report. Like if there's anything that is has to do Did you with cry during Minority Report every time, I mean I don't I didn't cry but I get I get wet eyed uh, whenever yeah. whenever there's a father and a son, and then there's there's something that happens there because I only have a son, um, yeah and uh, and and so that that always that always strikes me so yes during during quiet quiet uptown you know that I, you got misty. Well, yeah, I mean, I got yeah. the, the the lump lump in the throat. It was like, yeah, man, I feel you, man. I feel you. You gotta you gotta teach your kid how to count in French now. Uh, Chelsea asked. She's you like, change the melody every time. Let, let's 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 talk about let's talk about the uh, the duels. Yeah, was, ten dual commandments. She was like, "It's gonna be a two-hour podcast." I've been waiting my whole <laughs> life for you to watch this. She was like, "Why? And, why do they? Why do they point it? up in the sky and shoot? Like, like because it's." Because they're not actually trying to duel. For, for starters, can we agree that duels are dumb and immature? Sure. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not quoting I, I, any I, lyrics. I know Rachel is getting so many of these <laughs> drops. Uh, as yeah. as and and other listeners, when my mom goes back and listens to this episode, she's gonna love this part of it. Okay, sir. Yeah. Sure, sir. <laughs> Yeah, I I had to explain the same conversation with my daughter because she's like, so why did he like? He's like, don't he's like, uh, he said, uh, Philip, don't throw away your shot or whatever, um, or no, no, what was she? She was saying 
there's a line where he says, uh, your mother can't take another heartbreak. Um, but then he, he tells her, he tells his son to, to point at the sky. And my daughter was so confused. She's like, why is, why is he telling him to point at the sky, but she can't take another heartbreak? And I'm like, well, his expectation is this other guy's a man of honor. He's going to see his pistol in the sky and he's like, oh, okay, we're not actually shooting each other. This is more of pomp and circumstance for, you know, I, I'm, I challenge you and, you know, I don't, neither of us really need to die, but you know, I can't let you talk crap about my dad. So I'm going to, I'm going to show up, but I'm not going to try and kill you. Yeah. And my, my daughter probably has the same feeling most people have, which is like, that seems dumb. Like, <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, you know, he took his shot and that's what happened, you know? Yeah don't throw away your shot that's important you got to remember that <laughs> but like, um, you know like yeah. there, there's a whole there's a whole honor thing and then whatever anyway and it it's, was it's historical fan fiction like can we can we admit that not everything in this play is historically accurate there are there are issues with is. some of the things they were all and... singing they were all dancing george washington was black these are all <laughs> historical all all extremely uh, and that's that's something I think everybody needs to realize is that it is it is a musical. It is not a historical it, documentary. And, and, and if it gets people to be more interested in in our history, that to me that's the ultimate thing that is important about the musical. Musical stuff aside, that I don't like uh, production stuff, which is amazing. The, the fact that I learned something and I'm interested into into knowing more about Hamilton and his life and and uh, finding more about Eliza and, and uh, all the stuff that went on like yeah that that's that's the that's the real uh, benefit of of having watched this um, I, I had to look back on my shelf here to see if the Hamilton biography which inspired the musical was on this bookshelf or upstairs I think it's upstairs uh yeah. Oh, yeah, and shot. I own a copy of the Federalist Papers. That's something that's in my home. What? I, I didn't buy it myself. <laughs> it was it was a gift. But that seems kind of uh, weird. Yeah, I, I I know. I I own that, and that's and that's that's Lin Manuel, mm. Manuel Miranda's fault. So yeah, um, uh, I I do I, I do hear I, and yeah, and, and, you, and you can and you can attest to this that uh, on Spotify he's annotated all of the lyrics, uh, you know, like with a song genius or whatever. Is that is that, oh, is that true? I don't I don't know. I haven't actually looked into that. I, I, I read I read that on uh, on a on a on a, a podcast forum that I that I'm on saying that uh yeah, like on Spotify he's annotated all the lyrics with additional information. My my daughter has the Hamilton Revolution songbook. It's a it's a gorgeous book um that that talks a lot about the what went into making the musical it it has a lot of behind the scenes stuff and then it has all the lyrics and he's annotated lyrics in that book as well where there's um footnotes and and commentary about specific lines and different songs and things like that so um yeah i would i would say that my daughter has probably uh taken the 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 top seat in the house in terms of of Hamilton fandom the highlight of her of our road trip last year was just standing in front of the Richard Rogers Theater in New York City um it was it was probably 
up there on on the list for me as well. But um, it was it, like that was one of those things where I felt like, all right, if we're if we're gonna be in that part of the world, we at least have to stop in New York City and go on Broadway because her her world is musical theater right now. Yeah. So that was that was that was an opportunity for her to just be like. Wow. Did I take her to a play? No, because I'm a terrible, cheap father. Uh, but next time, <laughs> next, next time, the last thing uh, I want to, I want to, I want to shout out to musical theater here. The last thing I actually cried at, uh, like musical theater wise was, uh, Chelsea and I saw, went and saw a fan of the opera down in, in, in town. Um, and not necessarily because fan of the opera content wise is, is, is saddening. Uh, but my, but my 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 departed uncle used to love Fan of the Opera, and uh, so so seeing that, and then like being there in in the you know the uh, up 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 on top, and then seeing it down there and hearing the music, then I was like, oh shit, there it is. <laughs> there, <laughs> oh, feelings are is. happening. And I said, don't yeah. look at me, Chelsea. I'm a monster. And I I put the mask back on. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I I am very excited that this film is out. Um I I'm very interested to hear what lots of people think about it that are newly exposed to it. Um and I'm curious to see how people's opinions develop or change over time. Uh my mother-in-law watched it and was just kind of like, "Eh, I didn't understand a lot of what they were saying." Um so she didn't like really get it. Um But she but, and but, that's but fine. then she but then she gave it another shot. Ah, <laughs> oh, Brandon. Oh, Brandon. You're you're gonna get so many of my jokes now. You're it's gonna be great. Um, but yeah, I don't know. And then ultimately one day, hopefully, uh, as a as a grandfather, I will get to watch the uh the middle school uh play version of <laughs> Hamilton when this finally like gets to that level of cultural saturation where middle schoolers are doing edited versions of the 10 dual commandments and things like that uh you know and they all <laughs> they all had to make their make their own colonial costumes I, and things like that I sincerely hope that your daughter gets to play as Thomas Jefferson uh in... she, she would love it she would love it yeah and Lafayette yeah yeah the, so, the... so so good the Lancelot of the revolutionary set. Um, all right, guys. All right. That we've, we've That's done it. well over time. <clears throat> thank you. Thank you so much for listening. Hopefully you guys, uh, if you're, if you're in the U S you had a safe and pleasant 4th of July. Um, remember that here in America, things are not, um, perfect. So we all, we all, we all have a lot of things we can do a lot better. And hopefully this weekend, uh, while you were celebrating, uh, you also took some time to reflect on ways that we can all improve, uh, whether that's through, you know, social justice or uh, just wearing a mask and taking care of each other and looking out for each other. Uh, hopefully you guys are staying safe. And yeah, we we appreciate you guys downloading, listening, watching us live and any way that you consume this. Uh, we're, we're just happy you're here. Thank you guys so much for listening. We're going to go do our after show. Now we're going to hang out with the few of you that are still hanging out, hanging on. We're going to do, we're going to just sing Hamilton songs and reminisce. <laughs> uh, so make yeah. sure, uh, that you catch us Monday nights at nine Eastern eight central, uh, for our live streams. And until next time, I'm Travis and I'm Brandon. And, and thank you so much for, for hanging out and don't miss 
your leg your legacy <laughs> your, your shot ah uh, i'm so happy As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.